All right, we're good, fellas. Nice. Who wants to start off? Who wants to start us off? Uh, go ahead, JD. It's your turn. Uh, we'll be bringing up first today, fellas. Uh, well, 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 well. First, you gotta be like, hey, hey, guys, this is the uh, Rambling with the Homies episode. Come on, JD. Episode five, four, five. Episode four. four? Yeah, episode four. Episode four. Episode four. So come on, JD. Start from the top. Let's start this over. Three, two, one. We live. What's up, viewers? Man, we're back with the Rambling with the Homies, episode four. Back with the guy, JD Jeremiah. Got EJ. Got Langston. Man, it's good. It's good to talk to you people again, man. Uh, episode four, fellas. We're here. Yes, yeah. sir. It's like a lot of stuff happened. Um, I know we just put out. Uh, what episode three? A little late. It came out yesterday, I believe. Isn't that right? Yeah, Mike? episode three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, technical uh, difficulties. Yeah, we we're all we we're all a little busy, so we're ready. Yeah. But what's the April seventeenth Thursday? You know, we've wrapped up both NCAA tournaments, men and women's. The NBA playoffs are starting to get to that time. We're starting to see which teams are eliminated. Um, let's see. What did did MLB start up recently too? For MLB school? started today. Today was opening day. Yep, we had open day for that. Um, let's see, I'm trying to think. Outside of that, real like real news going on. We have we have a first black Supreme Justice that got a, a approved today. Um, and then cool things that uh we had the Doctor Strange tickets that he went on sale, I believe, earlier today or yesterday. A lot of stuff going I think, on. Uh, I think today. Yeah. So a lot of different things to talk about. Um, we'll, like I said, this is rambling with the homies, so we'll talk about a lot of different things. We try not to stick directly to sports, talk about real-world events or even movies, things like that. So I know today I guess we'll go ahead and wrap it up with the sports, with the tournaments, and what are your guys' thoughts? I'll go first. Uh, man, tough game by Kansas, man. That was a, one of, probably the, one of the best uh, championship games I've seen since – Man, uh, I guess North Carolina and uh, Villanova a couple years ago, man. Uh, it was intense the whole game. I was kind of cheering for North Carolina, but, man, Kansas, that depth got to them. Uh, Kansas is a tough squad. Uh, North Carolina battled, though, man. I feel like nobody saw North Carolina making it this far, but, man, they they, they, they got it out the mud, man, grinded it out. But uh, it, was a, it was a great game. I loved it. No. Uh... North Carolina added to that Duke North Carolina rivalry. That who knows how who knows if that will be as good as it was uh, in the past. Now with both Coach K and and Roy gone, but North Carolina didn't want to let Coach K go out on a high note. Took away his first win or his last home game. Couldn't beat. Couldn't get the win. Then his last postseason game got kicked out by North Carolina. I know that stung him a little bit. But go ahead, Langston. I, I think I saw a uh, a stat. And I, I think I don't remember the first the first half. Of, I think it was the first time that he was a head coach, and they played North Carolina. He lost to North Carolina, and his last home game, he lost to North Carolina, and of course he lost in the final four to North Carolina. So that's, I mean, that's pretty crazy. Uh, I was rooting for UNC surprisingly as a Kentucky fan. Um, I don't really like Kansas, and I think that even though Kansas won, they they have a good chance of losing their title because of all the NCAA investigations going on still with uh, Bill Self. So, I mean, like, if they wanted for no reason, 
Um, history won't count as a win, but all the players were still out there ring. Same thing that happened with Louisville. Like, yeah, you can't take mean, it. It won't. It won't mean anything in the record books, right? Because I mean, it'll just go back, and they'll probably lose. Uh, I mean, like recently, Kansas just passed Kentucky for all-time wins, so I could see a lot of those wins getting taken away and Kentucky going back. Um, but I mean, it was it was a good game. I watched a little bit of it, a uh, little bit of the first half, most of the second half. I watched. Overall, it was good though. Yeah, were you guys able to catch the, the women's game at all? Nah, I was working. Well, I wanted to watch it though. Yeah. So, go ahead, JD. I saw the highlights, but uh, what I did see was um the um after the game the ceremony man mm-hmm. like you could tell those girls they they poured it all into it. They're, they're, I love their coach. I love South Carolina's coach. Yeah, yeah. Was uh, their coach is dope. Don Staley, I believe. I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to remember. We're rambling, so we don't. All these facts aren't right. I believe that's who it is. But she's been a great coach. Um, one of the coolest stats. This was the most watched college basketball game on ESPN, men or women's, since 2008. So it had 4.85 million viewers, which was crazy. Um, I think there was another stat. I think I'm pretty sure I liked it on my Twitter. So let me see if I can find it real quick. But I was talking about uh, the viewership and how it's went up the last few years. Uh, come on. I know it's here somewhere. I'm not seeing, I'm have to search, but it was like saying that this was the highest viewership for the women's t- title game in a few years. I think it was like 20, it was 20% higher than it was in 18 or 19. Then the next year it was 18% viewership high, was higher. It was like along those lines, it just went up. So it's crazy. Um, I know South Carolina, I know you guys said you didn't get a chance to watch the game, but they're the girl that won, that was basically, she won. Most outstanding player of the Final Four. She was the best player in college basketball. She's a baller. She's, I she's think she killer. got the player of the year. Or, or like she got all the accolades, and she's gonna be back next year. South Carolina is really only gonna lose one girl from their roster with the with the WNBA's rules. I think they have to stay all four years in college before they can go in the draft. But they're exactly. literally not gonna lose. And they'll lose one important piece, but the main piece, the they're big. She's gonna be there for another year. And she basically averaged the final four almost a 2020 double double in both games, which was ridiculous. They really have to stay four years before they go to the league. Yeah. It's either, I believe it's According, going. So the, cur- the current collective bargaining agreement states that a player is eligible, eligible if she will be at least 22 years old during the calendar year in which the draft is held and has either no remaining. College eligibility, or will renounce renounce her remaining college eligibility. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, they typically stay all four because I mean, especially if you're at, if you're at a UConn or Louisville or even South Carolina right now. Baylor, when uh, their head coach was there, I think she's at their head coach is at LSU now. But when you got those programs, you might as well stay all four years because you're going to be treated like professionals essentially with, by those programs. You're going to get all the private flights that. For some reason, you don't get a WNBA because I know, like, um, what was I think it was earlier in the year. I think in this early in the spring when we, all those allegations came out with uh, Liberty, they were getting yeah, facing stuff because they were trying to have their players fly private and everything like that. And the league is trying to step down and say you can't do that. We're gonna 
essentially imposed a death penalty on the franchise for no reason. Um, but yeah, so stupid. It's dumb. Yeah, but we need. Because they, they said it was a competitive advantage over other teams. Yeah. Because other teams don't do that, and I think I I was listening to a podcast. I forgot what it was, but it's something within. I want to say their collective bargaining agreement where they only have like certain games that they fly private to right. and then they were flying more than that so other teams were getting pissed off and they're like at the end of the day just treat your players better yeah it's ridiculous because all most of like ideally most of the players in college but obviously all the the big time schools for with women's basketball they all prior they always get the private planes things like that so like it's yeah crazy to think that the WNBA, the actual professional league you you don't get that especially with those athletes and the women's being six foot five, things like that. Like they're not going to be comfortable on those flights. Shoot. Even freaking Kentucky basketball takes private planes to Indianapolis mm-hmm. and just like quick drivers like that. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. So I know basketball, it was a, it was a really good time though. It was a great weekend with everything going on. Um, anything else you guys want to touch upon the college on the college side before we go into um, NBA uh, playoff push. I thought it was. Did you guys see LSU on the men's basketball side with all, all their, their players, all their players transferred? Yeah. After Will Wade got fired. Yeah, I think yeah. they only have right now. They have um, one of the dudes from Murray State is transferring in there. Yeah, and then I think they have two, like two or two or either two or three star recruits. They have two of those coming in, but like something like that. They only have like three players at the moment, and that's with the transfer. So who knows if they're gonna actually all their all their main players transfer. Sharif is transferring. Really? Um, yep. Yeah, he's transferring. Like everyone's gone because of the whole NCAA violations with Will Wade. So that's insane. What were you gonna say, Judy? Did you have something else to say about college basketball? Oh yeah, I was gonna say that whole St. Peter's team, man. I think three of their guys uh, into the transfer portal, and I well, I knew that was gonna happen. Yeah, with their coach going to Seton Hall, but I've been hearing some things that uh, I guess all three guys are thinking about going to Seton Hall. So that's something assume. to keep. Up. Yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be so, good for them. I think it was their oh, three yeah. top players. Like, yeah, are they still in the Big East? Seton, Seton Hall. Hall? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they are. Okay. I would Which love some Big East basketball to get back up there because I I love watching Big East. Well, those New York school Big East basketball was crazy. I just don't think they'll ever get back to that level. All the uh, those schools uh, are just it, it conferences. That was craziness. UConn like, and Louisville. That was right? a crazy time. Right? That was you basically bad too. Whoever won the um, whoever won the Big East, you expect to be the title favorite. It felt like for those that handful of years when it was just so dominant. Yep. I'll never go get over uh, Campbell Walker at the Garden mm-hmm. in the Big East tournament. That was that insane. Was- that was our eighth grade year uh, at JTA uh, from mm-hmm. middle school. I remember that because uh, I forget my teacher. Uh, it was our math class, but we did like the brackets as a classroom or something like that for the pizza party. Um, he just gave four of us the brackets. Hey, you guys do this because you're the sports people. So we took it out. And I said, hey, you guys have to trust me. Kimball Walker, they're winning the ship. <laughs> After the setback, they're going to run through the NFC in, uh, uh, through the tournament and win, and they somehow came and won. We got our pizza JD. party, and JD showed up somehow. He J- really wasn't in our class. JD, did you have Miss Martinez with us in eighth grade? Do you remember people were trying to do our bracket for us, and they had no idea what they were talking about? Oh man, 
They were yeah. trying to like ruin our bracket. If I wanted to pick UK. Obviously, UK was pretty decent that year, but nah. Yeah, who who they have that year? Was that the John? No, that was after the John Wall year. That was the um. John Wall year was oh eight. That no, was eleven oh nine. Nine or eight oh nine? It was so John Wall was Cal's first year. Who came in after John Wall? Because John was there. He was there with Boogie, right? Yeah, it was because it was him, Boogie, Bledsoe, Patterson was still there. Oh, it was um. Did Terrence Jones come in that next year? Mm, yes, because he was a freshman. Because he was a sophomore yeah. that he won the title. Yeah, who else was there? Who else came in with the Terrence Jones? They all left. Deron Lamb was a freshman that year. I think we saw DeAndre Liggins. Oh, Brandon Knight. That's who it was. Because we uh, beat um was we beat Ohio State and we yeah. lost uh UConn in the final four with because of Kemba. That's what it, it was. was. He was that guy. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah. But anyways, eighth grade year we had some people in our math class who had no idea about basketball and we were just picking on like the random schools so, like beat everyone of them. and we're like, no, like that's that's not it. <laughs> um what were we talking about? Oh St. Peter's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Big East. Yeah, I, I kind of figure most of them would transfer after their big performance, but I mean, they got to do what they got to do. Oh, for Honestly, sure. credit to them, but realistically, there's no reason they should have been that far. Like, when team, I mean, they, saw they beat good teams, though. They beat good teams, but it was, you could tell they didn't, those teams weren't taking them serious. If, I mean, oh, that's I mean, my opinion, you know. No comment. I'm just going to hide my UK. You, you can't try to take it serious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, freaking St. Peter's was smiling the whole time, and then Kentucky was nervous. Yeah. They were like on the verge of tears when the game wasn't even over yet. Mm-hmm. Freaking, uh, they basically took out the whole Ohio Valley region area. Yeah. Beat you guys, beat Murray, beat Purdue for no Purdue, reason. Yeah. Would have beat the probably, you know. How we play, yeah. but yeah, craziness. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we continue to see like those fifteen seeds and those lower seeds go decently far in the tournament because it adds so much more fun to it. Um, I know it's a lot easier on the men's side versus the women's, but I think this year with the women's, you had I think Creighton was eleven seed with the women's and made it to the elite eight, which was crazy because usually Dang, that's crazy. There aren't that usually many. That doesn't happen. Yeah, because usually it's like mostly one and twos, maybe a three seed that make it just because there's that disparity in the mm-hmm. down levels. But it's gotten better over the past few years. So, yeah, that's good though. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. I think, yeah, pretty much and, and, college, and right? about college basketball. Let's, let's cut to the chase here, EJ. Yeah. Well, let's talk, let's talk about your team getting eliminated on the play in. Yeah, they, they're not even making the playoffs, and they're not making the play-in. Yeah, it was a rough year. I mean, obviously, mo- all of us optimistic Laker fans, and and basically all the league people at the beginning of the years assumed this team was going to be. I was with them. Assumed this team was going to be a title favorite. Um, poor roster construction became a big deal, as we all saw. Then I know we can't really. Say it because all teams deal with injuries, but losing AD. I'm getting tired of your your excuses for all your teams and injuries. 
Yeah, well, it's part of the game. But, I'm not saying but, it's part of the game, but we and we, we got to overcome them. We didn't have the roster to overcome it like we did last year. Like, I, um, I got a trivia question for you guys. Out of, and I heard this on a podcast earlier today. Um, out of all the years that the Lakers have been an official NBA franchise, how many times have they missed the playoffs? What is that? I believe it's seven. Um, is, seven is it nine? It's seven or nine? No, it's not. Is it 12 then? It's 12. Yeah, they so missed the playoffs the last seven out of the nine seasons. Yeah, that's yeah, that's why insane. Yeah, it's because I mean, think about it. We've missed the playoffs. It went from that time frame when Kobe retired. Well, the year I think Kobe's last two years they didn't make the playoffs. I think I think his last two years, all the way up until it was up until uh, eleven until you guys won the title. Yeah, so like I mean, because LeBron's first year y'all missed the uh, the playoffs too. Because the injuries, but yeah, yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> we. I don't know. We, Come on. Come we've on. had we've been rough, but yeah, Lakers. Like it was gonna be rough. I mean, it's a shame we didn't get to see this team fully healthy, and then there's like an all likelihood Russ is gonna be gone next year. So hopefully, hopefully I Russ mean, is gone. Plink is gone. Vogel's already rumored to be gone. I feel bad I for. I, uh, Right. I mean, I think I feel like Vogel got screwed over, but I don't think he was in a good position to coach that team in the first place. Yeah, I think it was it was hard to it's hard to coach a team when yeah he yeah, got a he ring. ring yeah he got a ring I, out of it. But it's hard to coach a team when you're a defensive coach and you don't have any defensive stoppers on your team outside of AD and 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 aging Avery Bradley like. Losing he had a terrible your, roster this year too. Yeah, and he did. I don't think he had a single player that really fit what he usually ran as a his defensive scheme. And it is what it is. He was he was gonna be the sacrificial lamb anyway. And then we'll see what happens next year. Um, doesn't help that we're gonna give a top eight pick probably to New Orleans too as part of the AD trade. So grab yeah, that. Yeah, we'll see it's what tough. happens. You know, we'll be back next year. I believe it. I believe yeah. in LeBron. Yeah. I what what do you think about him leaving early in the fourth quarter? He was back on the bench, so I don't Was he? Yeah. He I left. Didn't, I didn't see him come back. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It is what it is. I can't really say much. I mean everybody saw how they played. They didn't look like they wanted it at all. So I Not think they they only played I don't even think they played a full game serious the whole year. I don't even like, think they practice. If you actually watch them play, it like it was in like terrible basketball. Like I wouldn't even want my terrible. Lakers play. Like it got I mean, that. Yeah, I mean it was hard trying to watch the games. I think I mean think about it this way with the roster of we had, most of our people our important players were older. So even if they practiced, it wasn't like they were going full hard practices. I imagine. I imagine there'll be like walkthrough speeds. You know, we didn't have that yeah. many. We didn't have that many young legs, so and you need those to push you, think, you through. Do uh, you think Kendrick Nunn comes back? He's already gonna. He's one hundred percent opting into his contract. The Lakers roster next year is pretty set at the moment. Obviously, Russ Russ will be there at the start to see if he gets traded. I think. Did you guys see today that 
apparently Charlotte's a team is a sleeper team. I that saw might that. Be I was about to bring that up. Yeah, but for sure, the players I think 100% are going to be there next year. Obviously, AD Braun, none's going to be there because he's going to opt into his contract. Um, THT will be there unless we trade him. I still like him as a player. Um, Austin Reeves will be there. Um, I think we're we might bring uh, Gabriel because we just cut Trevor Ariza today, so we might use that roster spot to sign him to a, a contract to actually keep him next Probably. year. I think Stanley Johnson's on the roster, and then outside of that, everybody else most likely gone. I would like us to keep Malik Monk, but I don't know if we'll be able to afford him. So, we'll back sure. yeah, because he he signed a minimum. Yeah, and like I think the max we can offer him next year is maybe like it's between like four point six and like six million, something like that. Which he yeah, can. Since you guys are like way over the cap. Yeah, he can probably get more than that on the market, but we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know. I have faith. I mean, we'll have a better roster next year, but who knows what that means? LeBron only has a ham so many years like this. I mean, he had one of his best career years, and we wasted it. So. Laker Nation, baby. Laker Nation, baby. <laughs> but uh, on the opposite end, you know, JD, how's your team doing? Hey, man, uh, took a tough loss tonight to Milwaukee, but we had uh, Tatum and Horford sitting out. Um, we're kind of really battling for that uh, two seed in the East right now. Uh, Miami, uh, well, I just got the alert. Miami just locked up number one seed with us losing tonight, so. Right now, it's just a three-team race for that number two spot with us, Milwaukee, and Philly. Uh, I believe Philly won tonight in Toronto. So uh, I think we're all tied up at uh, two and a half games back. So, I mean, I believe we have one more game on Sunday against Memphis. I don't know what the schedule is for these other teams out here, but Man, uh, it's just it just I'm just good to see man Celtics basketball playing good again, man. Last year was pretty rough. We had, we was in the playing tournament, and um, <clears throat> I kind of touched on it in the last uh, last week's episode. But man, uh, just a big midseason turnaround, man. I feel like uh, the Boston's head coach right now uh, he's he's not getting enough recognition for I would say coach of the year. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I saw a stat um, we won. Um, 32 of our last 41 games, and I just feel like that's just a crazy stat at that, just being in the NBA. Like, you're going yeah. against top talent every night, especially how the East is just loaded, it how it is right now. But, I mean, uh, just just happy how we're playing ball right now. Hoping hoping we can just carry it over to the playoffs. Uh, hopefully we can get Robert Williams back. Uh, I know he just had a, a meniscus surgery. Uh, I know it was a repair, so it wasn't a, a full full repair. I know they just repaired a piece of it. So they're talking about four to six weeks. I've had to deal with a meniscus surgery twice on the same knee already, so I already know how difficult that is coming back to. And four to six weeks is is, is tough. But I mean, I don't I don't have the I didn't have the NBA facilities and the uh, twenty four uh, twenty four uh, seven you know physical therapist around to, you know, take care of me. So, I mean, I feel like we can get him back. I feel like we can make a strong push and potentially, you know, try to get to the Eastern Conference Finals, but, you know. Does does Brooklyn scare you at all? Brooklyn? 
I mean, I, I, I like uh, Brooklyn's Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I'd still, I would love to see them with Ben Simmons, but I mean, it, it's small sample size. What they just gonna throw them in for the last regular season game of the year? It's just weird how um, they would just throw them in the playoffs. Like we don't know what this team looks like, you know. And I mean, uh, but I mean, Brooklyn, Brooklyn's always scary. You got Kevin Durant over there. I feel like he's arguably the best player on the world in the world right now. And you got Kyrie, who's a a wizard with the ball in his hand. So. No, I he's mean, actually a net, bro. He's not a wizard. True, true, true. <laughs> uh, that seems scary, man. They got some shooters. Uh, it's just their thing is they, they they don't play defense, but they will outscore anybody on any night. I feel like they're kind of like the Warriors of the of the East. So, I mean, I would love to wait to see them, hopefully, in the Eastern Conference Finals, but it really just, it really just depends on these last couple games and how the play-in goes out and but uh, I feel like Milwaukee and obviously Brooklyn are those two top teams out there. But there's a lot of tier two teams out there that's that's going to be battling. So it's, these Eastern Conference playoffs are going to be really entertaining every single round. So mm-hmm. I can't wait. It's interesting that you have Brooklyn that high still to me. Bro, Kevin Durant is I, – I don't know. I, he, he's, he's still that slim reaper, man. He's – he he's just a shot away from killing anybody. He almost beat Milwaukee last year by himself, and yeah. Milwaukee went to win the finals. So if he just had a half of a Kyrie or half of a Harden, you don't know what could happen. And he was this close from going to the Eastern Conference Finals. So you know, just it was it was close. But I mean, then Kyrie, the stuff this man does with a basketball in his hands is like poetry. So I don't know. It's it's gonna be tough. What are your thoughts, Lane? About. The Celtics are my team. Uh, I was going to say the Nets right there, but we can get to your team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Forget, we're not talking about playoffs. We're talking about tanking. And right now, my team just took the lead for the number one, for the best odds in tanking history. Not history, but like this season. Because OKC messed around and hit a brick wall and ended up beating the Portland Trailblazers. So now the Rockets have the worst record in the league right now, uh, which is good for us. But also on the on the bright side, Jalen Green jumped into uh, top five rookie of the year conversation right now. He has he passed Michael Jordan in a historic stat of scoring thirty points for five straight games as a rookie. Yeah. Um, these past five games, uh, Michael Jordan did four. The only person to do more in his rookie year was Allen Iverson, which is a pretty good stat. Uh, he's been killing it. Josh Christopher's been killing it. Um, our other guy, Shagoon, has been killing it. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who we get. Um, I mean, I still hope we get uh, the guy out of Auburn. I can't. I always forget his name every time we bring him up with the podcast. Oh, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to be killer. If not, I don't. I really don't want Chet. But, uh, I mean, I think we'll do good. We have Brooklyn's draft pick this year. I really need Brooklyn to fall back um, and get a lower lower draft pick, but I don't think they will. That's, uh, I mean, it's tough. I think it's hard because Kyrie hasn't played, like, half the season. Uh, I think the Celtics have a really good spot on making the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, I mean, it's just going to be hard to get past Giannis. Uh, who else is in the East? That's good. Uh, I I mean, 
I personally think Embiid's going to win the MVP this year. But I'm not. I've never been a fan of the the 76ers, which sucks because I'm a huge James Harden fan. But I mean, we'll see. The East is really tough this year. But I thought I'd never say that. But who knows? Like everybody was scared of LeBron going to the West, and they went East. Yeah, everyone went to the East. It's crazy how I, that happened. It's like a big shift of power where he goes. Everybody crazy, else huh? the opposite is. It's insane. Yep. Um, oh. Right, Mike? I was just going to say, out of all the teams, I'm looking at all the teams in the East. I really want the... i really like to see the Celtics win. I'm very disappointed in the Hawks. Not so much disappointed in the Knicks from everything that happened last year. I don't have a ton of confidence in the Bulls. Cavs are still young, but Cavs are freaking insane with Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. And uh, who's another big man they have? They have marketing, don't they? Yeah. Lori. That's, that's insane what they've done with that team. Um, Raptors, Scotty Barnes killing it as a rookie. Uh, like I said, not too confident with 76ers. Uh, just because I've seen personally playoff James Harden and just 76ers playoff history in general. And then he, I don't know. I'm, I, I feel... They're they're a little off right now, but I mean you can't. That's a still a good team. They're number one in the East right now, and obviously it's hard to pass on Giannis right now too. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna be a good playoffs for the most part. I mean, this is one of the good years where we really don't know who's gonna be the favorite. Really, I mean, there's a lot of good teams. It's good that we we're past the times when it was just Golden State versus. Uh, LeBron and the Cavs, what what felt like every year, and you just pencil those two teams in. Um, so getting a little bit more parity, which is nice. Um, I still think it runs through Milwaukee at the moment, just because of how how Giannis has played. I mean, I personally think he's the best player in the world. He's the, I mean, Finals MVP. He's improved his game, and he's one of the few players that plays hard on both ends. With what feels like every game. Like superstar level, you know, so many people take their breaks, but between like Giannis, I feel like Joker. It, it seems like he doesn't, but Joker is really good most of the time. And then Joel, those three in the MVP race are crazy and top dogs at the moment. Mm. Hey, um, quick, um, uh, I feel like Giannis has made a big push the last, uh, I would say, month and a half. Uh, like Embiid, I think he had 40 the other night. So, I mean, it's going to be tough coming down down the stretch. I really still don't know how voting goes for MVP. I would really like to find that out because I feel like if it's still media controlled, I, I'm still going to hate it to this day until I feel like they give it more to the players. I feel like it will be more. Sure, it is media controlled. You listen to, so I listen to like a bunch of uh, podcasts and like Jalen Rose, like I t- I really hate it because a lot of people from like ESPN are like voters for MVP and like you listen to some of their arguments and they're like, well, I'll give it to like, like just some, like the third place person for like no absolute reason. Like LeBron could have his best year ever and they'll be like, oh, well, we're going to give it to Russell Westbrook because he got four triple doubles this year. It's just something stupid like that. But I think they need to change it. Um, I also, my theory is that it's, 
Like, you could have the best season you've ever had in NBA history, but if, like, your team record sucks, they're not going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. Like, James Harden has had a few good years where, like, I think – I forgot what years it was, but he – I think it was the uh, – I think – The Steph's first year is when he, he got robbed. Yeah, like, yeah, he got robbed of that MVP, which, like, in all honesty, like, MVP doesn't really do a lot if you're not winning championships, so it doesn't really matter. But like the MVP is stupid. It's for me. It's it's just a regular season MVP. Like it doesn't really mean anything. Finals MVP is what you want to win. It's just like I don't know. Yeah, you want a stupid like, award. You want to be like Iguodala, Finals MVP. Get your name etched in history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold on, let me kick you out of here real quick. <laughs> <laughs> let me kick you out of here real quick. Hey man, God, you, EJ, never hey, say that again. Hey man, you said the finals MVP is the one that mattered, man. So technically, Iggy's a better play than James Harden. That's what I heard. I mean, I guess. Oh, I mean, we, you really don't. One day we're gonna have this argument about where LeBron should have won that MVP, but you know, we'll save that for a different day. I agree on that. He definitely should have. Remember, we watched that final series at uh, JD's house. Yep. Remember that JD? Because we all played basketball outside. Yeah, but I'm thinking of the finals I watched at EJ's apartment. That's, that, was the, that was the Kawhi when he won it that year. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Bro. Yeah, we watched uh, the finals at your house. Yeah, because mm-hmm. LeBron's stats that year? Because I think what Kevin Love got. I remember Kelly Kevin Love got hurt. Kelly Olenek, Kevin Love showed up. player. Yeah. Then I think what Kyrie messed up his knee in like the uh, game one of the finals. Yeah. Yeah, because remember it was Deladova. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He became the Curry, had, star, uh, supposedly. Yeah, <laughs> and they had uh, Timothy Moskov too. I heard Don't something crazy about Deladova. He used to drink like two coffees before each game with hella espresso. That's why he was so jipped out there. Yeah, like bro, like come on. I heard a uh, a crazy story about um, Mozgov. So I, I listened to the Channing Fry and Richard Jefferson podcast, uh, Road Tripping, and they were mm-hmm. talking about how. Um, so Timothy Mozgov is over in Russia playing basketball right now, and he said that like it, he. So obviously he knows both sides of like everything that we hear about Russia and Ukraine going on, and he said that like over in Russia they say it's like something completely different, and they're like, oh no, like we're just like helping them out with stuff and just like basically making it not seem like it's a war. So I thought that was pretty crazy. That's interesting. A lot of crazy craziness going on in the world, you know? Yeah. Positives. Like we talked, uh, I don't know if we said it earlier before we started filming, but like big thing for political stuff today. Uh, we got the first female, first black female Supreme Court justice was confirmed, which is, that's always a big, big thing, big deal. I always like those things. Um, huge. Not just big, it's huge. Yeah. For showing we're making progress, which... Long overdue, yep. What we, what we want to do. Um, you know, it was very interesting. Obviously, like, we're not going to be political. I try, well, we'll try to stay away from that, because that's a, always a fire starter with people. But that's just a... That's a, that's a That was an important thing for U.S. history today, because there aren't many... I mean, it's still crazy that we're getting so many firsts at this point in 2022. 
So yeah, it's insane. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, show wise, movie wise, starting to pick up with Marvel. Uh, you saw that. Uh, Moon Knight. Moon Have you seen Moon Knight? Moon Knight's Moon sick. Moon Knight's Moon crazy. Knight is sick. Um, you watch I, the Halo TV show? I don't. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I like I don't, it. For whatever reason, for me, them taking, them, seeing Master Chief's face really rubbed me the wrong way. And yeah, at that point, it I. It feels weird. It feels weird, but it is what it is. I can't. I don't know. I'll try to get into it once I catch up on all my anime stuff. But. I, I will tell you that I started uh, Attack on Titan this week. What are your thoughts? I, I only watched episode one, but I thought it was pretty good. Hey, episode one is one of the craziest episode ones that you'll see in anime. So much stuff happens in that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, because you brought it up, Attack on Titan, one of, one of my favorite animes. Um, we'll maybe talk about anime on another podcast when we get a couple people, bring a couple guests on. But just finished up their final season part two, and they announced there's going to be a the final season part three. So I don't think they know the... Uh, know how to use the word final since we're getting a part three, the final season. But so basically, you're telling me I got a lot to cap- catch up on. You have plenty of time. I think this ended on like episode overall was like 89 or 90 or something like that. Gotcha. You have some time, and then it's the final final season comes out uh, in 2023. But I believe it's gonna be like the winter because that's how like their calendar starts. So like it'll be like winter time when I believe it will come out. So we'll gotcha. see what happens. Um, let's see. JD, any any shows you've been watching? Uh, snow. Uh, been big on Snowfall. We're kind of uh in the middle of the newest season out right now. I'm kind of slacking because the new episode came out yesterday, and I still haven't watched it. Uh, before the uh, before we started the podcast today, me and Langston were talking about Atlanta, which is on Hulu. Uh, would definitely tell the viewers to check that out. They're on season three right now. Uh, just dropped three is crazy. Season three is going great so far, man. I feel like Atlanta's a great show. I'm happy they finally brought it back. Uh, trying to think what else. Uh, been watching a, a spinoff of Power. Um, doing a spinoff with uh, Tommy's character right now in Chicago. So I've been watching that on every Sunday. Uh, lately, really been into my podcast on YouTube. Um, couple pa- podcasts I've been watching: a uh, million million dollars worth of game, um, the pivot with uh Ryan Clark, Channing, uh, Channing, uh, Crowder, and uh, uh, Fred Taylor. Uh, I still watch I Am Athlete sometimes whenever they drop their episodes. Uh, as you guys know, I'm big on the Pat McAfee show. I'm a daily viewer. Uh, <laughs> I think that's about a year and a half ago, but I pretty much log on and watch it every day at noon. But uh, yeah, man. Hey, Lang. Speaking of Pat McAfee, where is he at? Where's your Where's that guy at? I know he was in your neck of the woods. Yeah, it, that man. He so I'm. He was at WrestleMania this weekend. Um, typically, I'm not a huge fan of celebrities coming on and wrestling at WrestleMania. Um, last year was cool because they had Bad Bunny. He went and wrestled, and he actually like surprised me very well. I got to see it in person, which was sick. Uh, but this year they had like 
Logan Paul, um, Pat McAfee, uh, Johnny Knoxville, and one other celebrity, I think. I can't think of who it was. Maybe I'm overthinking it. But either way, all the celebrities impressed me. Pat McAfee was sick. He he actually did some pretty crazy things um, that I was like, wow. Which he's wrestled before in WWE. He had a match a few years ago on one of like some WWE. They have like Raw and SmackDown, and then like underneath it, it was their developmental league, kind of like the G League called NXT. He did a wrestling match with on that show. Um, but this one was pretty cool. He always talked about being a wrestler and like wrestling at WrestleMania. And he talked a lot about it on his podcast too. So that was cool to listen to and watch. I don't know if you heard of JD um, in one of his episodes this week. Um, but yeah, he impressed me. He uh, took a lot of bumps. Uh, and then he got Stone Cold stuttered by Stone Cold and just drank all the beer. So he, I mean, he's always more than welcome to come back to WWE in my books. But obviously, I have no say in it. Hey, that backflip, his backflip off the ropes. His backflip was sick. That was craziness. He's more athletic than what people think, man. Like, I, right after he did the backflip, when he jumped back up, yeah. The, yeah. bro, yeah. you know, how even, even though, like, the so the other wrestler, Austin Theory, he like held him. That yeah. still takes a lot of like force and power to jump up there and right. stabilize yourself. It's some skinny, and, bro. And during his entrance, I don't know if you saw it, but someone threw him a football and he like punted it punted across the AT and T Stadium. It was sick, uh, but it was cool. He got the uh, the WWE got the Dallas cheerleaders, uh, Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders out for him for his entrance. Uh, WrestleMania was great this year, but yeah, that's about it. Pat McAfee is a dog. Uh, I hope he comes back and wrestles sometimes. He's always on commentary on Friday Night SmackDown, mm-hmm. so it's always good to hear him. He's like, for me, he's brought the show up like 10 times more just from his commentary alone. Yeah. Craziness. Been a good week with everything going on. A lot of news. Um, Lane, you had a big thing that happened with you, man. I don't know if you want to talk about it on the podcast, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I kind of got a puppy. Uh, I will show you guys right now, but I'm in uh, Athens, Georgia right now. Uh, Basically, so the story went down is my uh, student, I won't I won't shout her name out because just for legal reasons, um, that and she's a she's not my favorite person. Just kidding. If you listen to the podcast, um, anyways, my student was like on Saturday. She was like, "You need to go get a puppy." Uh, Here's the website that I got to go get my puppy. Like you should check it out. And like backtracking, like me and my girlfriend have been talking about getting a dog for like a few months now, um, but we never really wanted a puppy. We always wanted an older dog to adopt but i really wanted a husky and for those of you who don't know like the adoption process for husky they like, require a lot of like detail like they usually require like a backyard with like uh like a big fence like a big yard and like previous husky experience which is like if you don't own a husky it's hard for you to get husky experience so all the applications we went to to like apply for uh, adoption we never heard back and then i found a puppy on that website that uh, my student gave me and I gave him a call. I asked him how the puppy was and they're like, yeah, it's like a great puppy, uh, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, well, like, let me give you a call back uh, in like the next few days. and Let me talk to my girlfriend about it. So on my way home, they text me. They're like, could we entice you to come today to pick up the puppy if we lower the price? 
Um, some backstory, the original price was $1,300 for a fully blooded Siberian Husky puppy. Um, they On the website, they lowered the price down to $650. And then when I texted them, they were like, we'll drop it down to $580 if you, buy, if you come today and get them. And I told my girlfriend that. We talked it over, and we're like, deal, let's go do it. So we drove three hours up to Jackson, Ohio. We went through, like, Amish country and saw all, like, the Amish horse and buggies everywhere, like, them working outside. It, it was kind of sketchy. Like, nothing against the Amish. I was just nervous. I had lost cell service. I thought I was going to get lost and, like, run out of gas. But we ended up picking him up. He's a sweet husky puppy. His name is Cena, obviously, because we picked him up on day one of WrestleMania. Um when I get back to my little studio at my house, I'll have to show him on a podcast one day. Um, but he's great. 14 weeks old. Uh, he's one of the best puppies I've ever had. But yeah, I became a parent this weekend, so it's been fun. Congratulations. Hey, thank, thanks, son. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Hey, JD, you might have to, uh, in the next couple of months, we might have to do a little little play date because I know you have something. We'll, we'll maybe announce a little later. We'll announce it later. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, hold on. <laughs> I'm a little bit confused. You got to talk to me about this off air. <laughs> you know. Oh, wait, you don't know. Uh, that's right. You don't I, know. You don't know. Well, you'll find out. We'll talk about it off All right. air. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it off air. Yeah. All right. EJ, you got any big news over the weekend that happened to you? Uh, You know, nothing crazy. I mean, we started uh, with Special Olympics. We had another practice. We're ramping up this weekend. We're gonna go up to uh, Saint or not Saint X. We're going up to Xavier in Cincinnati. We're gonna get the scrimmage the team from Ohio State that's going to the USA Games down in Orlando. So the women's basketball team at Xavier is gonna run it for us. We're gonna do like a little three point competition with them with the athletes. That'd be, be sick. So uh, I might try to take some pictures and so we can put them up and so you guys can see. Might get some videos for you guys because it'll be a cool Definitely. experience. Um, biggest thing outside of that did a little impulse thing because you know I, don't, I haven't talked about it, but I'm a big Lego person. You know, I was going to say I, I had a feeling that it was going to uh, go towards Legos. So you know, big Marvel guy got this Thor's hammer, built this. Um, actually has a lot of weight to it. You can swing it pretty well. You know, might bink JD on the head. On, on the podcast <laughs> one time, just so you guys can see what it's like. How much did it cost, EJ? Um, it was free ninety nine, but wow, it, it's usually like uh, it's like ninety nine dollars. But I buy stuff from the Lego store a lot, so I had some points. Nice. I got it. Oh, sick, sick, sick! It was a cool thing. He came That's like dope. comes with like this little Thor minifigure. You know, he has the power, the lightning, and then something really cool you can put in the hammer. I just don't have it put in right now, but. Yeah, I honestly like, forgot you got that. Yeah, like the Tesseract, yeah, the Fanny Gauntlet, like the Turtle Flame. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but yeah, big big Lego guy here, you know. So that was something really cool that I picked up over the weekend, spur of the moment. Not as cool as a puppy, but you know. Yeah, you know, Legos yeah. are still pretty cool though. Yeah. Until you step on one. Yeah, that's uh, that's a different type of pain. Yeah. <laughs> um. Lang, JD, you guys got anything else you want to talk about before we wrap? I think I rambled enough. Yeah, that's a, a good little episode four ramble right there. I'll let you take it out, Lang. <laughs> All right. You know what it is. 
Rambling with the Homies, episode four. New episodes every Friday. This week I slipped up. Technical difficulties, timing difficulties, scheduling difficulties. But you know what? We're still going to get an episode out for you guys each and every week. Check us out on YouTube. Check us out on Apple Podcasts. Soon enough, we'll get on Spotify and any other podcast distribution websites. But until then, it's been your boy, Langston, with our boy, JD, and last but not least, EJ, signing off. Deuces. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening.